coming up. We speak to the reason why the Titans are 6-3. and three. We debate whether they can go to 7-3. and three. And we hear about Harry's brand spanking new bank card. This is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. Standing on the arrowhead at arrowhead. Brinkley to snap. Turn to hold. Snap. Set. Kick on the way. Good! Drive starts at the one and looking for a little breathing room and they get that in. Plenty more. Derrick Henry still going. Stays in bounds. He might go. 99 yards for the touchdown. Unbelievable. Right, welcome everybody. I'm Adam. Miles is here. Hello, Miles. Hello, hello. Um, Harry is here. Hi, Harry. Hello. And last and least, Greg is here. Hello, Greg. Good evening. <laughs> um, we have got a couple of special guests coming up later on in the show. Um, we are going to be speaking to the Titans' number one fan, Bryce Pratt, um, who got to go to his first game in Nashville on Sunday. And also Hayley Thornhill, who was instrumental in, in getting him there in a nutshell, um, who's been fantastic. But we're going to hear from from those two a little bit later on. Um, but the six and three Titans, how on earth did that happen? Um, really not sure. Harry, it's, it feels like a few weeks since we've chatted to you. Have you got any idea um, how on earth we managed to get a win out of that? Uh, no, and I think if anyone has any answers, you know, please put them on the back of a postcard and see how we are. But realistically, we're, we're getting this far because of our defence and, and players that don't usually get the playtime stepping up in, in big spots. And that's been the main difference, really, um, between us and and still getting outgained a lot of the time in, in these games. And our offence looking pretty rubbish. Even Henry didn't really get going, I think. You know, with about 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, he only had 38 yards on the ground um, this game. So, you know, we're, we're not looking great um, offensively, but defensively, we're getting after a quarterback, which we've not been able to do for years, it feels like. And our secondary slowly improving, you know, even Terrence Mitchell's putting in a bit of performance. Kalu probably could have had two picks this game if he actually high point, points the ball rather than tries to let it, you know, go into his <laughs> chest. So we're... We're good on defence and that's how we're winning it. But with all due respect to the Broncos and some other offences that we faced, we're probably not facing the best offences in the in the league at the moment and come playoff time, we're going to. So our offence needs to also do their bit and get, let the defence have a rest as well. Like we can't be having these three and outs and, and having to do exactly the same thing all over again. I, I don't know. It's blown my mind how, how far we can go with the whole next man up thing on defence. Um, still can't quite work out well, I can. I was going to say I can't quite work out why that doesn't happen off on offense, but it might be something to do with the uh, the coordinator. Um, Greg, this at halftime, or probably well until the two minute drill in the run up to halftime. I don't know how many punts in a row between from both teams there were, uh, but it had full Ravens twenty eighteen vibes, didn't it? Yeah, I think that was the first thing that came to my mind. I just. I don't know how many punts there were in a row, but as soon as soon as as Denver scored, I just I just thought this is going to be we're going to get shut out, we'll lose the game 
twelve nil or something ridiculous, and it's it'd be, that's it, it'd be game over, and we'll move on. Um, it, but, at that point, it was literally I can't work out how this team's going to score a single point. Like, no, other than it, a pick six or something. It just it felt that bad. No, absolutely. I just I just don't. We couldn't seem to string anything together, and we were taking absolutely no no time off the clock, which was bringing the defense back on. And even though Denver's offense was was equally probably as bad in in some cases, there were you know a couple of drives they had that were were more than a minute and a half. That's for sure. And and you just don't want the defense to be out there as much as as they are. And the reason we have so many defensive players, was it seven, I think, eight defensive starters missing at the moment or, or, or injured at the moment is because they're just on the field so much. And we can't afford to really be doing that because if, if this team is going to go anywhere, it's going to go somewhere because of the defense. Um, but it, until until that, that, that drive just before halftime, it was a... Two, basically a two-minute drill, which was the most comfortable we've looked pretty much on offense for arguably for weeks. Um, and it, you know, it was a 75-yard drive that that was actually pretty well constructed and and, and worked out pretty well for us. Um, and it's just good to see Westbrook Aquina getting involved. It feels like for weeks and weeks we've we've just not really seen him even getting any kind of separation or even targeted in any way, shape or form. So just seeing him get involved was, was, was absolutely massive. And um, I think there were two, there were two reasons for him having a big game actually with one was Tannehill being back, which we can't, obviously we can't downplay, we can't downplay the impact that that has. It it felt like it took him a while to get going. Um, I'm not sure of all the, all the reasons for that, Uh, but him, him being back, but also Burks being back, Burks and Woods taking a bit of attention away. Um, the Broncos couldn't cover any everybody. Um, it's been it feels like it's been a while since we've had that that situation. Now I know our receiving talent still is it's it's not ideal even with these guys all back, but it did make a difference, I think. Um, Miles, what did you what did you reckon offensively uh, that that two minute drill? We we did get a little bit going, uh, but uh, ugly at times, but but just about enough. I think you could describe the offense as offensive. It was, um, mm. I mean, in a game where I think there was 17 punts and there was 17 penalties, which I bet you won't see very often in a game where it's just, it was boring for one. I mean, if, if you were a neutral and you were going to try and enjoy a game, I wouldn't have chose that one for sure. It was... Punts was zone find... Scott Hansen, wasn't it? Oh, like... I, oh listen, if you, if you like kickers, and I know we like our punters, um, there's an argument to say not our current one. Um, despite him having a good statistical game, um, I feel like <laughs> from an offense standpoint, our, our uh, coordinator tried his best to throw the game away. Um, I think if Jerry Judy doesn't go down on the first play, he's the sort of offensive weapon for them that could have been the difference in the game because it felt like we were just waiting for a big play from someone or just someone to start to get a bit of a lead going. And that would have been the game. I think that's where it felt. It was almost like which defense was going to crumble first for a lot of the game. And I mean, it was nice to see Hooper got a few targets. I think he ended up with five catches, something we've been wanting to see all season. And I think that will benefit further down the season. Burks needs to get back into action quite quickly. And the injury I had is one of them where sometimes it can it can really play on your mind for a long time and actually affect much longer than the actual IR time that he missed out on. Uh, I agree, Tannehill looked a bit, bit flat, but 
pardon the pun of getting into the swing of things, of swinging his arm about a bit and just trying to hit some plays. The flea flicker was lovely. Nice play. Nice timing on it. But, I mean, Derrick Henry having 19 carries and averaging like 2.5 or whatever it was, yards of carries, a little bit disappointing. Denver do have a good defence, but their run defence wasn't anything to sort of be worried about. And we seem to well, be they... impressive. Like everybody else, we face stack the box and they're a better, better. I don't know on the stats on the run defense, but they're certainly better than average defense. The Broncos, they're, so they're, was... I think they're, they're, they're top three pass defense, but run defense, they're, they're close to the bottom. They're, they okay, do really struggle okay. about it. And it's, it's one of them things where, listen, we, we can all be an offensive coordinator and call what we should do, but realistically, if you're playing against a stack box your tight end should really be coming into play on play action where they're just doing a little block and then they do. So we should be expecting to see a lot more Hooper and Swain needs to catch the ball better because even though he's our quote unquote best blocking tight end. Um, Except he really he's not. Needs... None of none of the stats support it. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he probably, there's probably one video. It's like a Premier League footballer can have an amazing YouTube highlight package to show that they're amazing. But realistically, no one wants that striker up front. Um, it, it was a disappointing game. We got the win. Um, there are positives on defence. The pressure that we're getting on the quarterback, especially without Simmons. And we'll continue to say, imagine what this defence would be like with a fully fit Bud Dupree and Howard Landry back. And that's a scary thought. Um, Phil Mitchell stepping up and everyone else is something that's really good to see. <laughs> but going into playoff time, it's, it's not the sort of names I want to be hearing. But it's good that they're getting game time in case it's going to be needed. Um, Harry, what do you what do you reckon's the best play call you come up with on third and two if you bring Malik Willis into the game? Oh, um, it's a tough one. Um, I'd probably go for you know QB option, um, where what he does is pulls it out, you know, with good time, and then just forgets he has the ball. I think that'd probably be the best play call I could go for. Um, realistically, you is, know, is this two. play call is or is this the execution? This is the whole thing that's coming up in the in the press conference, isn't it? And Mike well, Brables just wants to pin it on the players, doesn't he? But come on, yeah. But even even if it is execution, why are you putting a rookie quarterback in in a big pressure set? You know, you know, setting where it's a third and two. It's a close game. It's not like it's a blowout or anything like this in one way or the other. OK, it gives the defence something they might not have practised for, but they've got tape on him from the last two weeks. So it's not like it's an X factor that no one's ever seen. So just hand the ball off to Henry and hope for the best. Like, yeah, it's, it's mind-boggling. But um, I said on car takes, I don't think he should see the field again, barring injury. And I think that should be the way that we go. But whether we do or not is a completely different subject. I mean, we can't rely on not having any injuries. That's that's very clear. Um Offensively, players coming back, but defensively seems to be the struggle. We obviously had no, we had no Simmons, uh, we had no Dupree again. David Long went down, kind of tried to come back in, but looked a bit, looked a bit shaky. He's now questionable with a neck injury. Uh, I mean, a late, late decision on Sunday, which we, I knew he had a bit of a niggle, but weren't expecting Fulton to be out. Fulton ended up missing the game, but. The every single position, it feels like people are coming in, nailing it. Dylan Cole, uh, linebacker, oh, that right. hit. <laughs> but not just not just that. It's his whole performance. I thought um, it just it it feels like even in the secondary. Uh, I know the Broncos haven't got the the best passing attack, although maybe they may they should do. 
Uh, but it felt like we could deal with whatever they threw at us, literally. Um, I, I don't know. It's a weird, weird vibe with all of this. Um, Greg, were you, what were you, what were you at with our, our defensive depth? Um, is it, is this going to bite us, or, or or are we just that good? I mean, we're going to come up against a lot better offenses and. Like Harry mentioned this earlier, you 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 can't afford to to keep putting the strain on the defense, but they're just dropping like flies. And and I, I mean, I'm looking at the injury report, I haven't seen the today's, but yesterday's report. I mean, Armani Hooker full participation on Monday, which is massive. I think having him available will be huge. Um, I'm hoping that Fulton will be back. It was limited yesterday, but I'm not sure what he what he's been doing today. But hopefully he'll be back as well to really help. Elijah Molden went off injured as well after with his first game back. Um, so I, I just I don't think we can keep afford having players players going down and getting and getting injured. And it's a, it's it's an unfortunate not it's an unfortunate part of the game, but it feels like we always seem to get the rough end of the deal. And if you look at everyone else in the league, um, ironically, Green Bay we play on Thursday are probably going to contest us this year for a number of injuries they've had. But I think. We just can't keep affording to to lose, you know, big name players. And Miles mentioned Bud Dupree and Simmons, and we didn't miss them in the end on Sunday. But against a a much better line and a much better offense, you know, you need them out there. Um, and this Thursday against Green Bay is going to be a much much bigger challenge in that regard, even though they've not had a great year. Shall we? Shall we come back to that stuff? Let's hear from the real reason we won on Sunday and that, that was Bryce um, and Miles and I had a, a chat with Bryce and Haley a little bit earlier. Okay. So let's hear about the real reason why the Titans managed to get a win on Sunday, because I'm not sure it was offensive play. Um, definitely, definitely down to an extra supporter who managed to make the trip up from Chattanooga all the way to Nashville. Um, Bryce Pratt is with us. Hi, Bryce. Um, glad you got to go to the game. How was it for you? Um, when I got to when I got to meet the king, um, he scared me. He really <laughs> scared me. His hand was so heavy. <laughs> He's he's a big guy. He didn't did he stiff arm yeah. you or just shake your <laughs> hand? He really came up right. He was kind of hard to get over, but we got him. Um, <laughs> he made a beeline straight to you. He was in the middle of the field, running the locker room. He saw you, and he he came right over. Um, this this is uh, Haley Haley Thornhill. You can hear Haley. Um, welcome to you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you also for basically arranging all of this. Um, so as as well as, by the way, I do want to mention um, arranging so much support for Eddie O'Reilly and his, his journey out of out of Ukraine to Germany. Um, yeah. I don't know how you have time for all of this stuff. We're grateful. Um, oh. <laughs> it's such an amazing fan base. How did how did all of this come about? So. Bryce and I became friends, um, we think maybe like a year ago, I met Bryce on, on Twitter yeah. and um, we just started, you know, interacting. We, I think we were 
talked in some spaces and then there were some DMs and um, <clears throat> we became friends. And <clears throat> back in probably maybe February, um, we were talking one day and, you know, he'd never been to a game and I just kind of, you know, I didn't have any big, huge plans. I just, you know, just like with Eddie, it was just kind of an off, you know, I said, Hey, Bryce, like, I'm going to get you to a game this year, you know? And, um, and so from there, you know, it, it really just started out, you know, my intention was just, if I can just get him some tickets and maybe a hotel to stay the night, you know, um, was enough, you know, and then, um, I just kind of started getting it out there to people. Um, I think I got a little late start because it, we started talking about right before the Eddie stuff. And then of course I was focused on Eddie for a couple months. Um, but as soon as the Eddie stuff was over, I kind of, you know, put the focus back on Bryce and just started reaching out to people, putting stuff out there. And, and the, um, response just kind of grew and grew and grew. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's crazy that, you know, again, I mean, just like with the Eddie stuff where I set out to get him, you know, maybe a couple nights in a hotel and ended up raising $13,000, you know, with Bryce, <laughs> with Bryce, I just set out to just get, get him into the stadium, you know, and, um, you know, I, through the help of this amazing like fan base and not, not only the fan base, but the organization, we were able to um, get him not only to the game, we ended up having to get him um, transportation from Chattanooga to Nashville. Um, it's about a two hour drive, but we had to rent, you know, a van that he could, um, you know, ride in his wheelchair. We ended up having to get, find a driver for that van. Yeah, um, yeah. We got him the hotel. Uh, we, the Titans ended up getting involved. They got him uh, field passes, right? And um, great seats. They gave him a game ball with his name on it. And um, we were also able to, um, we, we ended up with enough extra money that we actually were able to get him a PlayStation 4, which he had before, but it broke. And he's been really sad about that. So we actually got him a PlayStation 4 and Madden 23. And um, it's, it's just crazy, like the, the um, what, what it all turned into and everything that he got to experience. Um, and, and honestly, what I think is bigger for him than anything, it was just everybody that came out to see him, right? Bryce, like you had so many friends show up at the hotel to come see you. Um, people that stopped by at the, at the, um, game, people brought him extra gifts, bought, brought him autograph stuff and just some cool little things um, for him to take home. Um, it's just, it's been amazing. What was your favorite part, Bryce? Uh, my favorite part was meeting Tannehill at the stadium and when Alex gave Coach Faber the marker that was right. Yeah. He, he's hard. So, so we had, uh, when Vrabel came up to, Vrabel was the first person that came up to him and <clears throat> he wanted to get his game ball signed by Vrabel. And we were scrambling. We Vrabel kind of showed up out of nowhere. We were scrambling. We accidentally gave him a pen that uh, it was like a paint pen that hadn't been open. And Vrabel, Vrabel took his teeth and ripped the um, like the wrapping off. And then of course it was a paint pen, so you have to shake it up. And but Vrabel like literally was on the ground trying to get it to work. And then we were like, oh no, we have one that works. Like it's already ready to go. But it was funny. 
I mean, Co- Coach Vrabel will find a way to make anything work. We've exactly. seen that. Exactly. And he, he sure did. I mean, he just ripped that. I, I had a pink pen earlier. I was trying to I was trying to tear apart. It took me 15 minutes to get the wrapping off, and he just ripped it off with his teeth, and it, it was funny. So I, didn't uh, realize, I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't know he was going to do that. No, <laughs> I, I just saw him you know, grabbing the pen from my eyes, but I just yeah. didn't know he was going to bite the cap off. <laughs> also, my favorite part, was also Walter Woods as well. I got to meet him for just a minute. And my buddy Tyler got me a, a jersey and I was able to get it signed. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He, he had a Robert Woods jersey. Robert Woods is his favorite. And he had a Robert Woods jersey. And, and we finally, you know, that was, we got Robert Woods to come over and he signed his jersey, so he loved that. Bryce, what um, what did you think about the game? Were you ever worried that we weren't going to win, or did you think we were going to win the whole time? What did I think about the game? Yeah, did you think we were going to win, even when it looked kind of scary? Um, I, I thought maybe the first half, it was kind of a struggle. But in the second half, it got better throughout the game. And the defense had six sacks in Justin Wilson, which was good. Uh, Domingo Autry was being a person. That man yeah, he right there, he's nasty. Yeah. It was, it was a typical Titans game for this year, I guess. <laughs> Except for <laughs> we showed up in the second half and not the first, you know? That's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty bleak at halftime when you think that, mm-hmm. yeah, if if we if we thought we'd saw the best in, in the first half, right, and it, was, right. it was flipped. Right. Um, so, the second half play was the play of the game was Nick Westbrook Aquino taking that sixty-three yard pass to the house, and that was an awesome play. Um, I I had I had to get my phone that quite quickly that was what was the noise like with that touchdown that was one of my favorite plays of the game uh, yeah right there uh Haley, what was yours give mm. me your favorite play of the game i think every single russell wilson sack was my favorite <laughs> I, <it's> the- <laughs> Like, especially like, let's with, ride. Yeah. Yeah. Every, especially with all of, you know, the players that we had, um, yeah. that we had out, you know, the fact that we were able to get to him like we did just was insane. So, um, I loved that. So we, uh, so after the game, we, um, he, we actually, he actually had two personal escorts from the Titans that took him, like took us down to the field. Um, they took him up to his seat. Um, he, they brought him back down from his seat. They were really nice. It was Maddie and Tori were their names and they were amazing. Um, they brought him a little, <clears throat> they got him a little game pin that was like my first Titans game. Got him a certificate. He got a game ball with his name on it. Um, they were, they were great. So they brought him down after the game and we kind of met up with some more of Bryce's Twitter friends and we got a group picture and we just kind of hung out and talked. We took him to the pro shop and let him pick out some stuff. Um, 
What it, what all did you get from the pro shop, Bryce? You got a hat? Um, I got some Derek Henry stickers. Yeah. I got a bean and I got a Kevin Byard card and I got an old school Derek Henry card. Yeah, he got he got some uh, football cards, but they were mounted on like a wooden thing so he can hang them up on his little Titans wall. He's going to have lots of stuff, new stuff for his Titans wall, aren't you? So and then we we hung out in the parking lot for a little bit and just hung out. I mean, that was that was the best part. It was just hanging out with Bryce. It just it makes me it makes me so proud being a Titans fan mm-hmm. that you guys all all rallied round um to do this stuff and you know not not just you obviously there are plenty of plenty of others that you probably don't even have time to name but yeah. um, the organisation yeah <laughs> yeah but you've 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 brought it all together um and the the way that the Titans themselves um got wind of it and and stepped in it's exactly what you expect it just makes me it just makes me beam really um and it come it comes from the top with queen amy right yeah um Mm -hmm. and it's it's just the type of type of organization that she she runs and that you know you wouldn't you wouldn't have it any other way Mm -mm. my only question is my only question remaining is what's next um I mean, what what do you do next week or or next month? <laughs> I know somebody else was asking me that, and I was like, you know, it's it's crazy because I don't have like some big plan. Like, I never like set out to be like I'm just gonna help people. I mean, I, obviously, like I am the type of person that that you know, I, I don't know. If someone tells me they want something or they need something, like I'm just that person that's like, let me figure out how to get it for you. Um, so you know, I don't really um, necessarily look for, you know, I'm not like, oh, let me see who needs help, you know, but people just come to me and I I don't know. And I'm also the kind of person that people just, I guess, tend to be comfortable talking to about things. So I tend to learn a lot about people's lives and things they go through. And sometimes when you're, when you're, you know, with so many people that talk to me about things, their struggles or what's going on in their life, you know, you realize just how many, how many people around you that you see every day, you see on Twitter, you see wherever that are just going through stuff and you don't know, and you know, they're just tweeting about football and you don't know all this other stuff that's going on in their life. And, um, you know, I'm thankful that people feel comfortable enough and that, that, you know, helps me to be able to know what, you know, know the people that need help or that need something. And I'm, you know, I kind of, am just, you know, I try to be there for, even if it's just, you know, lending someone an ear, you know, giving some advice or just, you know, um, this this but, is a this is an advert as well isn't it for the the good that can come out of twitter and social media yeah absolutely you know, um and i think it's, that... it's what you put into i mean you know there obviously we've seen our fair share of drama and titans twitter um, <laughs> but i think that it really is if you if you want good out of it you can get good there's good yeah. people you know and there are causes that people will rally around even if they're at odds in other areas, you know, they'll come together. And that's, that's the best, you know, that's the best thing to me, not only being able to help, like, you know, Bryce experienced his first game was absolute. I mean, I think I cried like the whole day, you know, just (laughs) watching him experience this, but like, you know, to also just see people like put everything to the side for a second and just, you know, you know, just come together for, for a a cause, you know, and, and I think there's a lot more people. And, and my biggest thing, you know, 
lately I've been thinking about like, I'm, I'm nobody, like, I'm really not like, I, I mean, I know it seems like I do all these big grand things, but I'm, you know, it really is just a simple, Hey, like, I don't know, Bryce, let's try to get you to a game. Like Eddie, let's try to get you a hotel for the night, you know? And yeah. sometimes it's people look at things and they say, that's too big for me to do. But you know, I, what I want is to encourage other people to, you know, just start out. I mean, you know, if you see a need, just see what you can do. You know, you don't have to set out to raise $13,000, you know, I mean, you just start out small and you, you know, just say, I don't know, let me, let me see if I can help you out. Let me reach out to a friend. Let me put something out there. And, and I would love to see more of that, you know, um, I really would. So. Yeah. Agreed. It's been, it's been great. I I love, I love how this is all panned out. Um, Bryce, I'm glad it sounds like you had a, an amazing time. Um, before you go, how, how far can the Titans go this year? Um, what's, what's your prediction? Where, where do you think the, the season's going to end? Bryce, do you think, you think we're going to the Super Bowl this year? Um, I think so. You think I have so? a good feeling about it. All right. I, I think so too. There you go. That's a good, that's a good way to end. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming and having a chat. Um, it's been great. Uh, I'm sure you look forward to doing it all again next year. Oh yeah. Oh, he's already started uh, talking about it. He's already, he's already uh, pushing for his next game. So great stuff. So that'll be a guaranteed W as well. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll look forward to We that. need to get him to a playoff game. If he's, if it's going to be guaranteed W, I think that that's what needs to happen next. So. Super Bowl sounds like a good idea. Yeah. yeah nice exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Super good to me. Definitely happen. Super Bowl definitely happen any any year for the Titans. Uh, but I do have a good feeling that we can be very compared to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, if it's if it's down to our if it's down to our fans, it's definitely happening. Yeah. Um, so all the all the very best. Um, Look forward to to chatting again soon. Thank you for having us on. Pleasure, pleasure. Thank you for having us. Love you, Bryce. (laughs) Love you, Haley. Do you know, I absolutely love this team. I love our fans. Um, Even Titans Twitter has its moments. Um, So good to hear from from Haley and Bryce and uh, their experiences at the weekend. it's going to be a short week, though. Green Bay on Thursday night. We've got a lengthy. We've always got a lengthy injury report, um, but uh, as as we alluded to, Green Bay have have one as well. It's it's going to be tough getting some some guys back on the field by the sound of it. Um, I did see that an interesting bit of news was that the Packers have released a Rogers, um, which was interesting. A bit of a bit of a bold move turned out to be, you know, they've they've got their own punt returner who's been muffing punts um, and have taken <laughs> taken action. Um, but yeah, a couple of unexpected ones. I mean, R- Randy Bullock, who ten minutes before the game on Sunday was supposedly limited, he managed to kick extra points. Ryan Stonehouse was handling the kickoffs, um, but he is with a right calf questionable. He hasn't practiced. I starting to to doubt whether he's in fact this is breaking news josh lambo um, might be coming in um, how's that for unconfirmed speculation 
basically uh, Jags reject is going to come and, and kick for us maybe on Thursday night. So that, that could be interesting. Lonnie Johnson got injured during the game on Sunday. Uh, but Kayla Farley, I want to talk about this. Um, this is maybe not that relevant to the last two or three games or not that relevant to the next two or three games. Uh, but he's looks like a serious back injury again. And the talk of slip discs and stuff like that. I don't think there are many back injuries that are trivial. Uh, but this is, you know, I'm not saying he's, he, I mean, he hasn't set the world alight at all. But this is a sort of uh, the red flags thing. First round pick a couple of years ago or last, just last year, I think. Uh, but not looking, not looking good for Caleb Farley. Harry, any any thoughts on this? Um, is this is this a slight on J Rob or just do injuries happen? Where are we on this? Yeah, I mean, it's the same way that we got Jeff Simmons. That you know, we took somebody with an injury risk, and it's worked out with him, and it hasn't worked out with Farley so far. But you know, hopefully, he comes back stronger and everything's all right. But um, yeah, I think it is a bit of a whiff and a bit of a bust, and you pair that with Wilson and and some other draft picks that maybe haven't been as great as we would have liked. Um, our first round track record is probably not the, the best on him. And whilst it doesn't help us this season in any way, shape or form, hopefully next year we just go for like a safe pick of some sort, you know, an interior lineman who's just grading out really well or, I don't know, an off-the-ball linebacker that seems to be setting the world alight or something like that that has no injury concerns and no character concerns. Okay. But... Knowing does, us, we're going doesn't for, feel very tight, does it? Doesn't yeah, we'll go for like anymore. a one-legged kicker or something, and that'll do us, um, and hope for the best. But no, it's um, it's a shame, really, because I think we all had really high hopes for him, and that he, you know, he was a steal and and a great get in the draft, and he as this far hasn't panned out that way, which is a shame. It's not quite in. He's about to get cut territory, I don't think, but I don't know if he's going far away if he, if we. We see him next year, and there's there's no improvement, which it might might be the case, Greg. I think his cap hit's way too high for us to, to cut him. Uh, I want to say I think he's got someone said he like 11 million cap space hit next year or something ridiculous because of the guaranteed money he's on. But I, I I might be wrong. What I'm just reading purely off of Twitter or somewhere off of that. But um, obviously he's coming into that kind of third year of his rookie deal and it does start to ramp up so it, it, it's a shame because it's another special teams ace that's gone so um yeah. so that's the third in as many weeks um but i mean anyone can injure their back sitting on the bench so it's one of those things we move on i guess yeah. obviously he has injured it before um the only Miles... thing i do have to say so before we move on to this is i think this has definitely not been if you look at the two picks that we had in those covid years Isaiah Wilson and Caleb Farley, both of them turned into horrendous picks. I don't know if it was Robinson just not getting over a Zoom call, the character, or maybe I think there were so many so many college players opted out because of COVID and bits and pieces, and Farley obviously had his own injury problems. I feel like the scouting team over that period, as well as probably Robinson himself, I just don't think that they... They nailed that COVID period for no, whatever no. reason. Agreed. Or if we can take a positive from this, it does feel like the 2022 draft looks good as things stand. Um, Burks, it's Burks' early days with his injury, but McCreary, Putty Frere, uh, one or two others um, look look decent. So maybe that's encouraging now. We're sort of out of COVID. 
in inverted commas. Um, Miles, another injury concern. Ben Jones has a concussion now. Short week. That's not looking good. I'm guessing it would be Brewer at centre if he doesn't if he doesn't play. I don't like this. No. Um, yeah, it's not it's not an ideal situation, is it? Concussions one of them injuries where you because of the formalities involved, I think on a short week you are pretty snookered. Um there'll be I, I off the top of my head, I don't think he's had any. Has he had previous? Um, because that makes a difference as to whether or not it's your first or second or third or concussion. I don't cases. think so. No, I don't think so. No, so in some cases it can go on, but there are formalities they have to pass, but on a short week it's it's not ideal at all. Um the the pass rush and um, Green Bay can be quite good depending who's actually out there, like we've mentioned with their injuries. So that could be a bit of a factor. I it's the most important position on the field in my eyes. If the center doesn't produce, then the whole place broke down. So it's going to be one of them where they need to make a decision quite early. If it doesn't look like he's got to play, get a lot of reps in with Tanny and uh, Brewer. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not ideal. But I mean, it's sort of what you expect with the Titans, isn't it? Mm. When one one positional group starts to get injured loads, and then suddenly it's like, oh well, what can we wipe out next? How about the offensive line? Um, typical, but we'll keep going. We'll be fine. The the O line, by the way, it's. It still doesn't look great on that left-hand side. I don't think it's going to with the personnel we've got. Um, but the other side, uh, we've got we've we've shouted him out already this year. But Nicholas Petit Frere at right tackle has been an absolute revelation, and I don't think we knew he was going to be a starter at the start of the year. And um, so look at the look at that result. Nate Davis still looks good. Ben Ben Jones, if you know, he might not be playing Thursday, but he's still. He's still churning out those performances. Um, it, I tell you, it won't be. He's not missing Thursday because of his choice, um, certainly. And you, you obviously can't play concussion that way, as we know. Um, but just looking down the the report, I mean, there's yeah a lot of lot of guys with limited participation. Um, same as the Packers, though. So it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me a couple of couple of names on on either side end up end up being scratched. Um, Miles, how confident are you in getting something at Lambeau? Well, now I know that it might be Lambeau kicking. It seems almost poetic to have Lambeau win at Lambeau um, with a. He must have kick. played there before. He must have. And it, yeah, but he probably hasn't won there because he was with the Jags. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a True. tough one. <laughs> it's not not ideal the last game. The, the Packers have just had, let alone ourselves, they've had a big confidence boost in that last victory. And I think a few of their players have come back. They mentioned their injury woes, but on, with the exception of, I think, Dobbs, they do have a few offensive players. I know Aaron Jones is a bit questionable, but he looks like he's going to play. Um, they've got, they they've got a, Dylan as well at running back. There's yeah, that one too. You know. Quadzilla. Um, their offensive line is decent, but actually hasn't really held Rodgers up that well this year. Rodgers is prone to a, a scramble here and there. So our linebackers are going to have to be uh, on the ball looking out for that. The deep ball is the biggest threat, to be honest. Um, they 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 hit Watson a good few times. They're rookie who had a big big game, but they're always looking for that deep shot, um, which we know we're vulnerable to on defence. But Both Watson and Lazard are on that injury report. Oh, it might, might be we yeah. don't face both of them. Who knows? But it, it's not like the days well, of Jordy Nelson, is it? It feels a bit 
No, and Randall Cobb's still going though somehow, and I know he was playing alongside Nelson, so God knows how he's still gone. Hopefully it's a really cold night and Derrick Henry can just have a Derrick Henry game because that's why I always feel like we need when we play in Green Bay. We just need a big running game that's just going to be too much for uh, the Packers to keep up with because defensively they're they're missing a couple of linebackers, which is going to be key for him. Um, I feel like we can get the victory um, as long as we see a lot less punts and then we did in the Denver game. I'll be happy to honest. I just want to see some. It's a short week. We don't need overcomplicated play calling out of down. And we just need some simple football. Don't don't try and be silly with anything. Willis can chill, and we'll just do what we do best and run the ball. I've got reasonable levels of optimism. I feel a bit fifty fifty on this. Not not because of any confidence in the, the Titans particularly, certainly offensively, but I know the Packers won. Uh, but they still look rough around the edges. Rogers is still having hissy fits. Um, there's, he's clearly not doesn't see eye to eye with Lafleur. I don't think it with with our defensive front. If we get pressure on him, I can see things going south for them just as much as I can for us. Um, Greg, what are your levels of confidence? I'm kind of walking into this game a little bit like I did against Kansas City in regards. So I'm not expecting anything. Um... I've got but higher levels of expectation than against Kansas City, very much. Even even I'm if not, it doesn't have to pan out, I just I just don't I just can't trust this offense. And I think at Lambeau, I just I think it's going to take more than just give the ball to Derrick Henry. I think their their defense is is a lot better than than what we've been up against in most weeks. So we'll we'll see how it goes. But I, I'm yeah I look, I'm. Do I think we can win? Yeah, I mean, the Titans can definitely go in there and win something, but we've got to string some drives together and we're not going to win this game by one one big play like we had on, on Sunday and a two-minute and a two-minute drive at the end of a half to be enough to, to win us it. Um, we're going to have to score more points and we've said this for weeks. Um, I, I, would, I really want to see more from Burks. Ideally, running the right route would be nice. Um, definitely want to see more from from Chig. I want to see more targets towards Chig. I think that that play we didn't discuss um, on Sunday, but he was he was you know he was excellent. I think in in that play, and I want to see more involved with him. And yeah, and from there, we're, we, you know, defensively, as long as we've got some of the key guys back, we can definitely stop their offense. It's just can we stop them enough? Yeah, I, th- I think. I think we, yeah, we obviously need a bit more offensively from us, but I don't necessarily think a lot more. Uh, maybe it's maybe a, a similar kind of game, just with more Henry. Um, Harry, where are you? Where are you at? Uh, yeah, so I don't have much confidence at all in us for this game for some reason. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Which is pretty rare, actually. I, I'm usually like fairly optimistic when it comes to the Titans, and stupidly so nine times out of ten, because they always make you, you know cack yourself towards a win but um, yeah I just think Matt LaFleur will want to stick it to us a little bit um, and just want to show you know ah, there was a reason why I became a head coach and your offence isn't as good since I've left yada 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 Um, although it has been because obviously we had Smith for a little while but sure Um, yeah I'm not not having that from him it's it's doesn't get any credit for our offense. It's Arthur his offense wasn't very good at all, was it? Lafleur, I have no idea how he became a head coach. Like, I'd give Robisky credit before I give Lafleur credit, honestly. 
You're uh, gonna get you're gonna get some Irish Titans fans very excited with those kind of. Comments I hope there, so. Adam. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> um, but I just I really don't trust our offense um, in this game to go to Lambeau. There's something about it that it's just one of those stadiums that no one does well in, or you never think anyone does well in. Although I'm sure the statistics are actually fairly average in the league. Um, and yeah, I just I Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks that can just make magic happen. And when we go up against those quarterbacks, magic inevitably happens. So, like, you see Mahomes the other week and things like that, and it just, I don't trust our defence, even though I think it's a championship-caliber defence. I completely trust it. But against magic quarterbacks, you just expect a bonkers play to happen. And I think that'll be the difference. We've, we've, beaten, also, magic, we've beaten magic quarterbacks. We could, we could do that. I, do, do you know, one o'clock on a Friday morning. Uh, what? Yeah. I know, I know, but I could, we, yeah, we've just had a prime time game as well at KC. Look, I, I think there's a lot of subliminal, not irrational, but like instinctive negative stuff about this team. And that's basically because we look like a drain offensively. But you, you look at the other side of the ball, the other side of the ball is so good right now that logically we should have more confidence in them being able to get something out of these games and we're six and three despite looking like we're a three and six team at best because like aesthetically we're just awful um, but you know it, it, it the prob- the problem is sorry adam the problem is is that defensively we we just we just like the kc game we have just just an, a little bit of offense in that game we're not even talking about you know them running eight nine minute drives, just just a little bit more offense. That that's that's an easy win because the defense was incredible, and the defense can be incredible again on Thursday. But if it's not getting backed up by an offense that's actually capable to sustain a drive for longer than a minute and a half, they're just going to be on the field way too much, get absolutely gassed, and then at the end of it, Green Bay are going to end up scoring points. And that's exactly what happened against KC. And if Denver Broncos weren't an absolute joke themselves on offense, probably would have lost that game as well. So no, I'm, I'm with I'm with you, but I just think like we, this is getting more done than I think we realise in a funny way. Like, we well, we're that close honest. to we're that close to fluking a win at not fluking, you know what I mean at Kansas City, uh, Green Bay are in no way as good as them. No, I think the the K, the KC game was was a simple. If the defense wasn't at the level it was at, we get blown out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and, it, and, is. And against, it is. And against and against and against Green Bay, there's an opportunity there for us to hold them as much as we possibly can. But you've got to sustain more on offense, and you've and that sustaining more on offense is 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 we know we don't have the personnel to be the best offense in the league. And if Henry gets shut down like he did on on Sunday, you've then got to go and find other weapons. Like Bur- Burks, for example, on Sunday, I'm not sure how many targets he actually got in the end, but I didn't feel like he was getting brought into the game anywhere near enough as I wanted to see him. And is the offense obviously that is a problem, but the problem and the problem does come down to Todd Downing. And I don't ugh, I've said this for weeks and weeks and weeks around Todd Downing as a ceiling for, for this football team, or certainly for this offense, but I actually now think he's a ceiling for this football team. For, and and I don't think it matters what defense you put out there. They can keep keep us in games as long as possible. But who's gonna go and and Put, basically put the on the chop and say let's go and, and get an eight minute nine minute drive and put points on the board because that's not we haven't scored when was the last time how many times this season have we scored 
over 20 points. If it, I think Greg Rosenthal put his tweet of what we ranked 32nd in, in yards per drive and have and have been have gained more yards than their opponent in one game this year. And we're six I think other than other than on the ground, we're last in just about every offensive metric going. Yeah. Which is which which you know is, if we could just get expecting... to like twenty fifth, we'd be incredible. <laughs> we're not even we're not a passing team. We know that. So you're gonna need a dose of Henry, absolutely. But you can't just rely on Henry because if you just rely on Henry you can have games like Sunday where he gets no joy whatsoever. Mm. So hopefully he will get joy and fingers crossed the offense can string something together. But if the defense is on the field as much as it has been over the last few weeks, we're just going to get more injuries and more heartache because they can't sustain the time they have to spend covering for the offense. I actually, go on. I was just going to say, I actually feel more confident in the fact that it's a short week than a long week in that we almost do have to go to a slightly more simplified offence and it gives less time for all these silly plays in that we know we're going to need to see Henry this game. And like Greg was saying, the defence can't be on the field as long as it was. So we know that we need to use this clock up more and it's going to be a little short. I keep on emphasising that we have a struggling offensive line. They're doing doing well enough at the moment on half the side of it, but we need to simplify this offence. And there's nothing wrong with like more check. I was like, we... Gave the ball to Chiggy and he ended up going for 41 yards. So about how many of them yards were after contact? Like we've got play, players like Chiggy, like Woods, like Burks when he's fit. These players, and when the ball's in their hands, they can make plays. But we need to be getting the ball in their hands. And all, all this sort of stepping back deep ball, yeah, it worked once with uh, Westbrook. But realistically, we need to actually give our offensive players a chance to make plays. Like you see how many teams force the ball to their main targets. Like We're not even trying with Burks. One of the reasons that they're they're not getting the is, is separation ultimately, right? If you look at so many plays that you can look back on and you'll look at and, and not not one of the receivers are getting separation that that they should be getting, or you know, because yeah, you know, Rob Woods is getting is getting double teamed or double covered or, or you know, maybe now Burke's coming in. Yes, I think yeah, it did open up the door for Westbrook Aquino to some extent. But a lot of the yardage that even Westbrook Aquino got didn't come from we were forcing the ball to him. One was a 60-odd yard flea flicker where he was given half of Nashville. And then he got, uh, you know, probably two or three other catches. Again, I've not got the stats in front of me, but a lot of that yardage he got come from one big chunk play. Whereas you're right, Miles, in terms of you need to force it to them, but if they're not getting separation, you're forcing it to, into the defence's hands and you're just asking to get turned over. So you need, you need the receivers. To start I, I actually, I actually think Tannehill's played very well in not doing that at times. Agree, yeah, agree. Um, because because he has to. But that's the thing is, most of the time he's then just having to throw the ball away or find a check down to Hilliard or someone and not getting the yardage they need. It's all about uh, yeah. more than anything in this game and in not in just this game. We have to sustain drives. We have to go out there and sustain drives for longer than a minute and a half, two minutes. I'd lo- I, I might actually go away and do the research, but I would love to know of all the. He's not, he's not doing any- the research. I'm not That's doing not. the research, but if you look at the last three games, how many games have we had where we've had a drive that is more than four minutes? Uh, there's probably less. No, than the that. answers are out there, people, but yeah, we're not going to get them for feel you. Feel free to find them for us. <laughs> all right, but no, we basically have. Hardly any confidence. That's what we're saying. It's Thursday night in Green Bay. Um, I've got a higher level of confidence. Uh, we're six and three, and the Packers aren't that great. That's what. That's how we should end this. Um, Is it snowing? That's what I need. To I, I hope not. I hope not. Um, 
probably is it definitely is it's definitely six inches of snow at lambo feel it now right non-titans related very quick non-titans related um harry what's been going on yeah so um i've recently switched banks which is very exciting for a number of reasons (laughs) um however what is it about people that when they get their new card they have to let everyone else know that it's a new card so all the shops that you go into do they you've got to say oh yeah, oh, oh, I've got, I've got to use my chipping pin. It's a new card. It's a new card. Everyone does it, or at least everyone up here. Everyone goes, oh, it's a new card. It's a new card. I've got to use, got to use my chipping pin. Got to use my chipping pin. Oh, I can't use the contactless yet. It's a new card. Oh, what's the pin? Rada, rada, rada. I just don't get it. And I really had to fight hard not to tell other people that I had a new card. And that's why I was using chipping pin like I was in the... You know, you're, you're excited about tent. your new card, aren't you? You, you are. Listen, look. I'm what colour is it? Uh, it's blue and it's given me a free 200 quid. So, you know, I, there's not much that I won't do for 200 quid. And switching <laughs> back is definitely one of them. Um, Onlyfans.com Only slash fans, Harry yeah. Maltby. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Harry, it's actually Harry Maltby. Um, had to keep the identity <laughs> secret. Yeah, very secret. Um, all right. I love, I love that. Miles. Yeah, um, I, I, I couldn't really decide what to go for between two. One was sort of route one food related which seems to be my common theme um so i'll go off another one and uh, shamelessly admit um that i am obsessed with the pat mcafee show and i know that name should be sacrilege oh, on this podcast get um, out, get I, out. I, it's, it's almost as bad as my fantasy talk but it's the best program that there is and it's just this amazing. is worse than bigging up ryan stonehouse what is this come on man it's listen i like my punters and i like my betting and i like people that are honest about football and that's exactly what it is and i feel like i need to be struck down with some holy water or something but i i love it i really do more no no i'm not gonna go that far i was gonna say more than an old fullback that we used to have at the team um but not that much interesting that that's your non-times related you choose for your last ever transatlantic Titans podcast appearance but that's it's your been call. a joy lads see you at the super bowl <laughs> um, come on the bears just need to say this ryan stonehouse has been all right um he's not the goat but he's been yeah, all right just in case anyone better. thinks i've got it in for him um greg really how you bleep what you just said um <laughs> Yeah, not a lot for me. I was in I was in Munich this weekend for the uh, first ever NFL game in in Munich, and all I've seen on Twitter ever since is just how much better the atmosphere was. Um, which, I mean, it probably was arguably marginally better. But um, yeah, it was it was a good weekend. I had had uh, flight was delayed on the way home, which is always good. Um, but it's okay because I got a free packet of uh, salt and vinegar crisps, which was which was. Not really okay. appreciated, but nevertheless, um, yeah, it's uh, there's not really a lot for me this week, Adam. I usually have gripes aplenty, but the German people on the whole were generally quite nice, unlike the the, uh, the Czech people that I criticised a few weeks ago. So, um, yeah, it was a good weekend. Love the love the German people always. Yeah, great hospitality there. Never. My GCSE German though is is ropey as uh, best, um, but got got plenty of usage in there. Were you able to like ask where local libraries were? Maybe the swimming pool. You know, that's what I learned in French. Never used it, but is that the same in German? When you learn that? Gross as hell as all you ever need. That's it. Don't worry about anything else. Um, just, uh, I mean, uh, just 
when whenever I see a homeless person, I was able to fluently in German tell them no thank you. And as far as I'm concerned, that's that's massive progress. <laughs> well 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 done. Well done. Thank you. Full hearts, full hearts, <laughs> clear heads, won't give money. Perfect. I did want to shout out our um, old receiver at the uh, Eagles and forever to no, purposes for Adam. No, I won't say his name. No, uh, no. Seven yards against the Kirk Commodores. Good, good going that, mate. Didn't get very yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Let's end it there. <laughs> oh, my my non titles related can keep another week. They all can. Let's be honest. Um, love to, lovely to chat to you. Even better to chat to to Haley and to Bryce. Don't care how negative you will be. Let's get that winning Lambo seven and three next week. Bring it on. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.